This is Bigger Pockets Daily, where we read you the best real estate investing advice Monday through Sunday, rain or shine. I'm your host, Tyler. And if you like this article, you'll find thousands of others like it at biggerpockets.com blog. But you can't, or at least you shouldn't, be looking at a screen when you're mowing the lawn or driving for deals. So enjoy this show and check out the rest of our podcasts. Just search Bigger Pockets on your favorite podcast app. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation home owning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. How to legally avoid capital gains taxes on real estate by G. Brian Davis. The only two inevitable things in life are death and taxes, right? Well, sort of. Savvy real estate investors have more loopholes than most to reduce their tax burden. Here's exactly what you need to know about the capital gains tax on home sale and how to pay as little as possible. What is the capital gains tax on home sale? When you buy low and sell high for a profit, that profit is called capital gains. What you're buying and selling doesn't particularly matter. It could be stocks, real estate, vintage cars, or anything else. If you buy it for 100 bucks and sell it for 150, you will owe taxes on the $50 profit. Short-term versus long-term capital gains taxes. If you own the asset for less than a year, that profit is taxed as ordinary income. Whatever your normal income tax rate is, that's what you pay on those gains. This is referred to as short-term capital gains. But different tax rules apply if you own the asset for more than a year. Instead of being taxed at your normal income tax rate, these profits are taxed at the lower tax rate for long-term capital gains. You can see how the long-term capital gains tax brackets look for a single filer compared to ordinary income taxes. There's a nice graph for you 
at biggerpockets.com that you can see. And that's the first piece of good news, by the way. Long-term capital gains tax is significantly lower than normal income tax rates. But the news gets even better. As a real estate investor, you have some tricks up your sleeve to avoid paying even those lower long-term capital gains tax rates. Is my second home exempt from capital gains taxes? Capital gains tax is assessed when an asset is sold for a profit, but the IRS does have an exception for real estate sales, known as the home sale gain exclusion. The exclusion says that when a primary residence is sold, as much as $250,000 in capital gains can be excluded from taxation. The wording of the rule indicates that second homes don't usually qualify for this exclusion, only primary residences. The only exception is if your second home has served as your primary residence for any two years out of the previous five years. Hate paying taxes? Us too. After all, it's awfully hard to reach financial freedom at a young age if you lose 30 to 50% of your income to FICA taxes and federal, state, and local income taxes. Here are 10 ways to cut capital gains taxes legally as part of your tax toolkit. Number one, hold properties for at least a year. This one's obvious, so let's get it out of the way. If you own a property for less than a year and sell it for a profit, you pay the higher income tax rate. The lesson here is not to sell right away. After renovating a property, keep it as a rental for a year. Your tenants can pay down the mortgage while the property, hopefully, appreciates. Or, if you don't want to risk tenants damaging your beautifully rehabbed home, buy a rental property with an existing tenant, leave them in there for a year, or wait until they move out, and then rehab and sell it. Number two, move in for two years. If you've lived in your home for at least two of the last five years, capital gains tax on the sale of your home is exempt up to $250,000 for single filers and $500,000 for married couples. You could do a live-in flip, making repairs on the property over the course of two years, then upping the sale price and selling for a profit, a profit that you get to keep tax-free. Or you can convert the home into a rental for a few years to gain even more appreciation before selling. Alternatively, you could reverse the order and move into your rental property for two years before selling. As long as you've lived in it for two of the last five years, you can dodge the capital gains tax bullet. There are a few more intricate rules to pay attention to, however. Read more about the IRS and about Section 121 exclusions at biggerpockets.com. Number three, use a 1031 exchange. Another option offered by the IRS is the like-kind exchange per Section 1031 of the tax code. The short version is you can take the proceeds from selling one property, use them to buy a similar property, and defer the capital gains taxes on the sold property. That requires a bit of unpacking to be useful for those who aren't financial experts. First, a like-kind property usually means a property used similarly. For example, you can sell a rental property and use the profits to buy another rental property, but you can't use them to buy a Ferrari. Second, there's a time limit. Within 45 days of selling the original property, you have to nominate, identify through the IRS, the new replacement property you'll be buying. Then, you have to actually buy it within a total of 180 days from when you sold the old property. Finally, the word defer requires explanation too. 
A 1031 exchange doesn't mean you never have to pay taxes on your gains. When and if you ever sell the new property for a profit, you'll owe capital gains on it. That is, unless you do another 1031 exchange, in which case you can keep buying ever larger and higher yield properties and keep deferring capital gains taxes indefinitely. And you can do this all while living on the rental income. Number four, invest through a self-directed IRA. You can buy and sell properties within a self-directed IRA or Roth IRA and continually reinvest the proceeds. Of course, when you actually retire and go to pull that money out, you'll owe taxes on the gains then, at least in the case of traditional IRAs. Withdrawals from Roth IRAs, however, are completely tax-free. The downside is that there's some work involved in setting up a self-directed IRA, as well as some expenses. That's on top of the work involved in buying, managing, and selling properties. Number five, keep records on capital improvements. When you make any capital improvements, upgrades that extend the lifespan of the property, they add to your cost basis for the property. For the non-accountants out there, your cost basis is how much you paid for the property, at least as far as Uncle Sam is concerned. If you buy a property for $100,000, your cost basis is $100,000, and that's what's used to determine your capital gains, unless you deduct for depreciation every year, but that's a whole different conversation. Let's say you bought a property for $100,000 and sell it for $150,000. Normally, you would subtract the $100,000 cost basis from your $150,000 sales price to calculate the $50,000 capital gain. But what if you spent $15,000 on a new roof while you owned the property? That changes your cost basis from $100,000 to $115,000. Now, instead of owning capital gains taxes on $50,000, you only owe it on $35,000 because the capital improvement to the property increased your cost basis. But only if you keep good records and remember to account for the improvement costs when you file your taxes. Number six, Sell assets when your income falls. Over the last few years, you did pretty well for yourself. Then you got fired and spent six months finding a new job or starting a new business. If you're having a rough year income-wise, it's a good time to sell a property because at a lower income level, you may well owe 0% in capital gains tax. Specifically, if you're single and your adjusted gross income is under $39,375 or married and your adjusted gross income is under $78,750, you don't owe a cent in capital gains taxes. Besides, if you're that broke this year, you might need the money. Number seven, reduce your taxable income. We would never suggest you take a pay cut just for tax reasons, but you can do other things to lower your adjusted gross income such as contributing money to a tax-deferred account. You should be contributing to your retirement accounts every year regardless, such as your IRA and ideally an employer-sponsored account like a 401k, 403b, or simple IRA. But you may be able to also lower your adjusted gross income by switching or contributing more to a health savings account, a great option for relatively healthy people. You can also reduce your adjusted gross income through tax deductions, although itemizing is less common today, with the standard deduction at $12,200 for individuals and $24,400 for married couples. Remember, 
If your adjusted gross income is under $39,375 for singles or $78,750 for those filing as married, you don't owe capital gains taxes. Number eight, harvest losses. Another option for offsetting income from capital gains is harvesting losses. Once again, don't sell off stocks or other assets at a loss solely for tax reasons. But if you've been sitting on a loser stock for a while now, kicking yourself for buying it in the first place, and you have been meaning to just cut your losses and move on, now might be the perfect time to do just that. Say you realize a $10,000 loss on that loser stock by selling, and you realize a $50,000 gain after selling a rental property. The loss offsets your gain, so you now owe capital gains taxes on $40,000 instead of the full fifty dollars Plus, you can take your proceeds from the loser stock and reinvest them in a more promising investment, whether it's stocks, real estate, or your own business. Number nine, gift properties to family members. Older property owners start thinking more about their estate planning and how to pass their assets on to their heirs with minimal taxes for both parties. One option is gifting properties directly to your children while you're still alive. If they keep the property for the rental income, great. If they decide to sell it, they may be in a lower tax bracket and may owe no capital gains taxes. Either way, you don't pay the capital gains taxes. But there's a catch here. When you give a property to your children while you're still alive, the cost basis passes to them. So, if you bought the property for 100k, it's now worth 150k and they sell it for a $50,000 profit, they owe capital gains taxes on that $50,000 gain because they inherited your cost basis. Alternatively, if you pass it to them as part of your estate when you die, their cost basis resets to the market value at the time of your death. So that often makes more sense. If your children would like to live in the property for at least two years, that changes everything because they can then qualify for the personal residence exemption outlined before. As a final thought, you can gift cash, stocks, or other assets beyond physical property. Every year, you can give a certain amount to your children tax-free. In 2019, it's $15,000 per person. Number 10. Donate the property to charity. Feeling generous? If you're listening to this podcast, you are probably in the top 1% of income earners in the world. Don't believe me? To be in the top 1% globally requires an annual income of $32,400, according to Global Rich List. You're doing a lot better than most people in this world. I don't say it to make you feel guilty. Wealth can be a wonderful thing, but at a certain point... It's worth pausing to give something back to people who need it most. And let's be honest, you can redistribute your own wealth far more efficiently than the government can with your tax money. Instead of selling and paying capital gains taxes on your earnings, consider giving the property to a charitable organization. Not only do you avoid capital gains taxes, but you may be able to take a deduction from your ordinary income as well. I hope you enjoyed today's article. Remember, you can find thousands more like it at biggerpockets.com slash blog. And you can unlock new tools by creating a free account at biggerpockets.com. And for another fresh perspective on real estate investing, 
Join me right here tomorrow.